The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Dave Hadfield, singer-songwriter uh, and 27,000-hour pilot, released his fourth album of original music, Climbing Away. It's a recording of 14 flying songs written over the course of a 40-plus year career and over 100 different aircraft types. Stretching the album's boundaries are two songs contributed by his brother, Chris Hadfield, uh, the astronaut and past commander of the International Space Station. And uh, Dave joins me on the line now. Hey, Dave. Hey, Andrew. Uh, thanks very much for that wonderful introduction. Uh, you know, my pleasure, and thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. i got to tell you, I often uh, say to my co-host, who's not here today, Jalen and I, that I've never done a show, and I've been doing this not very long, seven or eight years, but I've never done a show where I didn't learn something. And uh, today it was about you and your family. Tell me a little bit about your family, starting with well, your that, father, that, perhaps. Well, sure, I'll, I'll talk about Dad, yeah, but it's funny you should say that because Chris says exactly the same thing. He says you can learn something from everyone every yep. day. Everybody knows something that you don't know. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my father uh, is a pilot still. He, he's 84 but still flies. In fact, he owns two light airplanes. And that's Roger. That's Roger Hatfield, yep. yeah. And uh, we it's a flying family. There are six of us who fly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, both Chris and myself, and then my, my brother Phil as well, who's a 787 captain with Air Canada. And then my son Austin uh, followed the same path, flew up in the bush for a while, and now he's a 320 captain in Toronto. And my wife, Robin, is a really devoted light airplane pilot and uh, director with the International 99s, the Women's Flying Organization. So That is you know, crazy. So, uh, you know, it, it, uh, listen, I don't know how you and your wife uh, met, but I would assume it had something to do with flying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an aerobatics competition, <laughs> and um, uh, she was a judge, and I was a competitor, and I tried to influence the judge. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, well, so tell us about this. You've, I would assume that as a pilot, you, you have a love for music, but uh, tell me about your music career. Yeah, well, it's, um, you know, aviation and, and music have been a great match for me over my life, because uh, they're... They're contrasting activities, right? Left brain, right brain. Hmm. Uh, but it's been a, a wonderful experience over my life to write songs about things that I'm passionate about. And I have two albums about the north and the bush and wilderness because I'm a longtime uh, canoeist and snowshoer. But over the years, I have written quite a few songs about flying. And it's a little difficult, right? Because it's a technical subject and you don't want to bury people in, in detail. And you don't want to sound trite. But there are lots of great stories in aviation in Canada because we are such an air-minded country. And, uh, uh, well, I was able to put together 14 of them for this album uh, last year. So, you know, Dave, the uh, two struggles you're facing as an artist in Canada would, of course, be, as you just mentioned, the subject matter. It could be, but you know, you don't want it to be too finite of a subject that it doesn't have a broad audience. But the other, that you're a Canadian entertainer, so, you know... Who the well, hell's ever heard of any of us, right? So how have you been selling these uh, albums in the past? Well, I've had a day job, and that's been a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, it, it, for me, it's primarily a passion. I mean, I love to play music. I'm the front man for a band called The Purveyors here in, in Barrie. But I've also had these solo albums uh, and, and been playing you know, that, that kind of music for a long time. And, and we're all the same in our family. Uh, uh, when Chris and I or my other brothers and sisters get together at the cottage or wherever, you know, we end up playing music till our fingers hurt. So uh, it, it's been a, a great blessing, music, for us. 
And and the albums, are, where, where can people get this newest album, for example? Uh, off my website is the easiest way, which is just very simple, www.hadfield, that's Hadfield with a D, uh, dot C-A, and you can order from that. And that's the only place you can get climbing away. Um, you know, there are lots of changes in the music industry, and so far I've just decided to keep control of that album. <laughs> Good for you. And now your brother, Chris, uh, contributed a couple of songs to this one. Was it difficult to talk him into that? No, not at all. We've been musical partners our whole lives. We bought our first guitar together and learned the chords, I think, from a John Denver song, songbook <laughs> in the 70s. When, you know, he was 14, I was 16. And uh, we've been bouncing songs and ideas off each other for ever, ever since. When he recorded his album in space, uh, Songs from a Tin Can, um, you know, I was involved in that process, too, uh, helping him to make sure he had a full suite of songs to record up there. You know, uh, a question maybe you've been asked before and, and, you know, possibly one that I could have not bothered asking today, but, you know, again, I'm a curious guy. What's it like to have Chris Hadfield as your brother? Oh, well, it's been great. I mean, it's been, that's been a bit pluses. <laughs> well, on the personal aspect, uh, Chris is, is just just a good guy. I mean, he's a great brother. If you, if you spend a day with Chris, you could be uh, skiing or fishing or something, and you'll... <laughs> I mean, he's very good at what he does, but he's also a very pleasant person, and that's part of his success there at NASA over his time. No no uh, sibling rivalry of any kind? Well, I suppose, there, to be honest, there probably would have been if we both taken the same path. But, yeah. you know, our, our, our paths diverged very quickly. I wanted to be an airline pilot and then free up my time, which sometimes you can do if you're senior as, a, as an airline pilot, to do other things, and, and I don't regret any of that whatsoever. But Chris, boy, he, he put his nose to the grindstone and took the Air Force test pilot and then space path, and, and he's worked. I mean, I, I've watched him over the years. Not a lot of vacation time. Yeah, I would imagine that's true. You, you know, uh, and again, this is about you and your new album, Climbing Away, uh, that's available from Hadfield.ca. It's just Hadfield.ca? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is funny because, uh, of course, Chris is another great story, um, uh, primarily because he somehow made the space program accessible and relevant, if I can go so far as to say that. Yes, well, he, he did. Uh, Chris had the, the great good fortune to be to go up on this, fi- this his third mission, where, where you know he was up for five months on the station and and was commander of it at a time when. Um, the internet, high-speed internet became available on the station, and he could communicate quickly and easily with social media. And he had his three grown children advising him on you know, how he should do all that. <laughs> yeah. Because that isn't exactly something that people in their 50s, you know... Are... No, no, yeah, myself included, honestly. If not for uh, 20-something-year-old children, I don't think I'd be on Twitter or Instagram at all. Uh, and by the way, he got better internet than I get in uh, Twilliger Town here in Edmonton. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the album's climbing away. Hadfield... Uh, .ca is where you can uh, where you can do it. You're still heavily involved in uh, Air Cadets, aren't you? Y- yes. Uh, well, for example, this last summer, I had the wonderful opportunity to fly a Spitfire, like the real thing, not a not a facsimile or anything, from a collection in Ottawa, and uh, fly it to Comox, British Columbia, and back. And one of the the treats I had when we were out there in Comox, where the gliding's 
camp is for the air cadets, you know, where they're getting their gliders wings. Yeah. As I was able to, to, to bring each group into the Spitfire and give them a chance to grab the stick and wow. soak, soak up some of that history. Wow. Because cadets has been really important for us as a family and really beneficial. The, uh, you know, there's, as part of this uh, song, this concert I'm going to be playing in Edmonton, um, s- songs, slides, and stories, I'm going to put up a slide of Chris and I... Um, about to attend our first meeting in the fall of 1975 when we're standing in there in our uniforms and I got a new set of pilot's wings on and Chris has his glider wings. He's two years younger, right? So he's got his power <laughs> the next year. And, uh, you know, it, it, we're standing there looking pretty proud and that set us on our professional course for the rest of our life. But it isn't just Chris and I. My brother Phil went through cadets and uh, my son Austin got his, uh, his uh, wings through cadets. My daughter Kelly, who's... Uh, just graduating as a doctor and going to start residency in, in BC. Uh, she was the chief warrant officer of our squadron here in Barrie. I taught gliding and powered scholarship here, and my wife was a supply officer. So wow. we, we took a lot from cadets, but we did try and give it back. You, you mentioned the concert because, of course, the other way to buy the album is to buy it at the concert. That's happening sure. in Edmonton. Uh, can you quickly tell us about that? Yeah, well, this is a, a multimedia concert that I've been putting on here, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it because I, I, I'm able to put up slides or, or short se- snippets of video, uh, never more than five or six minutes unless I get distracted. <laughs> and then uh, I, that prepares the audience for, for the song I'm about to sing. So it, it, it's a lot of fun to dig into the family album and, and bring out the stories behind all the songs. So uh, I'm going to be playing on behalf of the Air Cadets, in uh, both Calgary on March 22nd and Edmonton on March 23rd, Ellerslie Rugby Park. And, oh, okay, great. That's a good uh, venue. Is it? I don't... I have yeah, to... yeah, you're going to enjoy it. Okay, great. That would be appropriate for what you're describing. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, details of that uh, on your website as well? No. Uh, can I give you a phone number right now? Sure. That, that would be uh, 403, obviously. 730-8969. Wonderful. If any of our listeners uh, didn't catch that number, you can text me and I'll repeat it for you. I'll try and tweet it out a little later on. Uh, Dave, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk with me. Thanks very much, Andrew, and uh, I hope we see you there. You betcha. Break a leg. Okay, thanks. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.